All right. Welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four cum filled room nerds. For all of you cum filled room nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm I'm Victor. And today here we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, what are we on? It's Stone Ocean Episode Four: The Visitor. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast where we watch each and every episode of this show and just. I don't know, mostly talk about John Gallier's ass. You know, uh, you may have called me the most accurate nerd yet. Mm-hmm. I, you, <laughs> mine was better. Come Dungeon Nerds is much, much better. Dungeon? Yes, of course. It didn't really I seem like a dungeon. Thinking about Conjugal Visit Nerd, but... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not okay. It's her dad. <laughs> This is not one of those types of animes, Joey. Uh, but John Gallier is the one visiting them both. Yeah, no, it's not John Gallier's come. Mm. We don't Sorry. know that. We won't know that until next episode. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert for next episode. The room is not filled with John Gallier's come. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Spoiler warnings for Stone Ocean. <laughs> oh, man. You tell us you tell this to me after I've already guzzled all of it. Come on now. <laughs> you don't know. Stan Miser Stan user might be hot. You guzzle that come and hope. Stan Miser. <laughs> it's like it's like wine. It just matters what bottle you put it in. Before you <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that yeah, 9 out of 10 nice yeah. can't tell the difference between name brand and store-bought gum? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make them Look, if you can't get homemade, store-bought is okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to a gum tasting later today. No. <laughs> Out in Napa Valley. Uh, uh, do, you, do you use the spit bucket? Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to actually drink it. You're supposed to just swish a little and spit. Yeah, you really get the tannins that way. <laughs> Man, this comes really got some legs. <laughs> Ooh, do I detect pineapple in this one? <laughs> just gotta let it breathe for a little while. Oh, but it's a dry finish. An O2, what a vintage. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> has a Terrible. <laughs> well, you know, just so everyone knows what kind of show they're in for, I hope this is everyone's first episode here. I'm sure that's I hope just... not. <laughs> I don't want everybody to know. I don't know. I don't want everybody to know my problems. <laughs> we're, Tim, we're all problems. It's problems all the way down. I know, but they can't know it yet. They have to whine and dine me a little bit. Before. Okay. <laughs> so, the, so the actual episode, the starts where last episode ended, right? Jotaro, yeah. uh, Jolene's in prison. Uh, Jotaro's yeah. here now. Jotaro's here. He used Star Platinum Zawado. Star Platinum Zawado. Um, oh, Jolene yeah. got shot, but stopped it with her Kevlar hand. And then uh, Jotaro and, got shot. And, and then Jotaro. That shit ass guard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like how fucking terrible Jotaro is in these three episodes. 
Like, it's not even, it's the little things, like the fact that last episode, Jolene tried to hit it, and she's like, wait, it's like it's reading the arrow, whatever. This episode starts with Jotaro explaining it to her like it was his idea. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's reading the position using our aerodynamics, Jolene. Pay attention. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. Are, are you thanks, serious? <laughs> Like, if only somebody could stop time and stop the air currents, <laughs> idiot. Did you just take her idea and explain it to the meeting when it's just you two to get fucking credit? Hey, so. Jotaro will only listen to the idea if he himself is giving it out loud. Pretty on brand. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I, I do hate that it uh, throughout this episode, Jotaro has sort of like the the Doug Dimadone j- joke of like every time you look at him, his hat gets a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah. You mean Doug Dimadone, owner of the Dim Cell Dimadome? Yes, that Doug Dimadome, owner of the Dim Cell Dimadome. Cujo Jotaro, the man who can stop time. Yeah, oh, the man who can stop time, Cujo Jotaro. You know. I don't know if we really talked about Chungelier other than the ass last episode, but like, no, I don't think he really did. He's he's really dedicated to to Dio, a man, a immortal vampire who he had to have met like twenty years ago nowadays. Like, who is dead? It has by been twenty four like, years since Dio died. <laughs> so get over life. it, Jesus Christ! I know, like he's over you. Come on, John it, it's hard to move on with your life when you're in prison. He went to prison to carry out an assassination. It's not like he was in prison. Like, if this is a pulpo situation. Uh, He's only okay. there to fuck with Jolene. Hmm. Like, I don't think he went to jail and then did this plot. You know, Perhaps. He's been planning his revenge on the Joe Stars for years. 24 years! <laughs> 24. You didn't have to do it in prison. You could just, like, camp out in front of somebody's place. Like, figure out where... He seemed like a good enough uh, assassin that you could just do that. He could just leave prison and kill them. I don't... Just... Are there other Dio henchmen running it, around? It's Florida. Yeah, Who probably. isn't carrying a gun in the streets? Like, yeah, <laughs> like just you're not going to draw any attention. It, 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 yeah, it, it's Florida. Uh, yeah, concealed carry permits actually quite easy to get in Florida too. I mean, mm. he's not concealing anything. He's just no. <laughs> just walk around with a fucking assault rifle. But how many guns can he just keister? Like, think about it. That's a dump truck ass. He can, he can <laughs> yeah, conceal he can, so many guns in there. <laughs> a high caliber ass right there. <laughs> Ooh. The high I, capacity ass. I, boy, we're off to a fucking start with this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this this episode takes me out of it a lot. It's to a, be fair. It's a lot of misdirection. The first half of the episode, not a lot happens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but too much of this happens that doesn't matter. Like, we get John Gallier in the men's prison with his sniper rifle, oh, and like... It's a solid, like, four minutes of him just monologuing over I nothing. Do, I love this, though. This is his <laughs> villain introduction. Forget the shower scene. This is him, like... This is you getting a feel for, like, how much of a professional he is. You, the muscle is weak. Bone to stone is the only way to stabilize. Like As he is, uh, doesn't do anything of the sort for his trigger hand, but, you know. I yeah. mean, it, it, 
I like when he fucking drops the bullet on the fly. That is very cool. I hate very all cool. of this. This is just no, a Rocky, no, a Rocky looking me oh, in the what? face. And I love like, this. Every time this happens, I'm just like a Rocky. Fuck off. If it makes you feel better, they this is a dream that uh, Jolene's having. So <laughs> none of this matters. I like the idea that she, like this is part of the dream that she's getting like an out of body experience. <laughs> yeah, and she's seeing a- Chuck Collier have this fucking <laughs> lunatic monologue to no one. <laughs> Dreams do be like that. Though. <laughs> they do. Yeah, but at this point, I'm usually like, oh, this is a dream, and then I, like, have a different one. I'm never conscious of the fact that I'm in a dream, and I'm always having third-person third views of things, and, like, I, I never know if I'm the person I'm looking at or if they're a separate person. It's really weird. Dreams I, are know, weird, man. a lot of JoJo episodes read, like, you're describing a dream the next day. And then there was this, like, assassin, but he couldn't see, but he had a big dump truck of an ass. Anyway, he had a a bullet that he hit a fly with. He dropped the bullet, but I was in prison, and my dad was there, but um, he could stop time, but I didn't know that yet. But anyway, so the, the blind assassin had a kite. And yeah, there, yeah. there was a baseball child who could go through walls, <laughs> and I had to save the baseball child, but but uh, I had to get out, so my dad punched the panel, and then we were in the sewers, I think, and there was a gas explosion, and then the big-ass assassin was there, but it was actually the guard. <laughs> you see, because it was the guard, not the big-ass assassin. I, and then I, I woke up, and there was cum everywhere. I think you nailed it. I think like you've already you've explained this episode way better than we could ever do it. That's that's the end of the episode. That's the whole episode. episode. We did did it. So thank you all for watching. No. (laughs) Sorry, I I too you started describing a dream and I tuned out completely. Yeah. I like hearing about dreams. Why do people hate that? Is that just a meme? It's not just a meme. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the dream I had last night about me being Spider-Man. It's fine. I don't know. I kind of want to hear your Spider-Man dream, Grant. I really don't want to hear about your dream. It's not very interesting. You can go to the other room, Victor. So anyway, Grant, you were (laughs) Spider-Man. No, no. I can go in the other room. Nobody wants to hear about me being Spider-Man. Anyway, welcome to Joestar All-Star, a podcast by one... Where all you cum-filled nerds out there. I would rather talk about John Gallier's Matrix vision. (laughs) That's right. We're not here for Spider-Man. We're here for Matrix. Yeah, Matrix vision. Joe Lane decides that the way to combat this weird air current stand is to set off the sprinklers. Which I think is a pretty good idea. That was smart. Yeah, Yeah, like, good on you, Joe Lane. That was a good, clever thing. It was Jotaro's idea. He totally <laughs> called it. Good job, Jolene, doing what I told you to do there. Thanks, Dad. But, but Dad, you didn't say anything. I know, I sold it to you with my telekinetic stand. Also, we could do that. <laughs> I mean, they can, I guess. Yeah, they could. Stand uh, but make the, any sense. But the kite scan... Uh, pi- uh, the kite stand is dodging all of the water that's coming out of the sprinkler system. Fucking bullshit. I bullshit. like Manhattan Transfer. It's so cool. But yeah, dodge every drop of rain in a storm. It's like a... I, I love the way this looks in the manga, because there's like a real wispy 
air-looking thing to the way his um stand works. Yeah, it's not Matrix vision of the manga. It's like wind sculptures, which is Ooh. really cool looking. I, I love like the way Rocky does this. Huh. It, looks like, it looks like cloud spotting, but just Jolene yeah. and Jotaro's head coming out of a, coming out of a puff. It looks good. Super cloud like. It's super cool. And the bullets all have that like wispy cloud look coming out of them. It's really neat. Uh, I'm not sure I like John Gallier in the manga though. I don't like his red hair. He looks greasy. He looks real greasy. And yeah. I know that boy is clean. Yeah, he that, just that had boy a sh- showers. <laughs> I saw that spotless ass. Mm. Not a single hair on it, by the way. It's that axe waxed. <laughs> <laughs> like, How got- much is a Brazilian in prison? <laughs> Uh, it's it's free for John Gallier. Yeah, <laughs> the pleasure's all mine. John yeah, Gallier. the wax the waxer sees it as a canvas for their perfect form of art. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly take money from you to work to have the privilege to work on that ass. That's exactly a JoJo character. Just a really fucking <laughs> weird person who does waxes. <laughs> this is my canvas soon all shall see my masterpiece it's just uh it's just cinderella but for waxing only just for waxing john galliday's ass (laughs) go my stand wax fang (laughs) sculpt his ass perfectly that the kid is back? The, the, the yeah. baseball kid? I, yeah, the, the baseball ghost child. Baseball ghost child, why do you care so much? I don't know, actually. Like, do you have a crush on Jolene? Is that what we're doing here? Surely other people have died in this prison already before. Like, why does he care about Jolene? Maybe that's why he's down to the sacrum bone. The rest just died with the bone. Ooh. <laughs> he's only getting it back. He only ever got it back from Jolene. Everyone else melted. <laughs> Ooh, do not like. Anyways, the kid says, hey, kick that pillar really hard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jolene's like, okay. Okay. Kicks the pillar really hard and is just like shoves a big block out of the way and there's just a hole under it. It's like, hey, you ever seen Clue? They built the prison of a styrofoam. (laughs) It's a false block. It's not made of stone. The rest of the prison is. It's a stone ocean. (laughs) Mm. So someone made a secret tunnel from from a conjugal visit room to the... We don't know. Sewers? We, we, don't go, we don't. We don't go down that tunnel. We don't know where it goes. Oh, yeah, we don't know. You're right. I get. Yeah, this is more dream logic stuff. Because then, then the go- baseball ghost kid said, "Like I, I kicked the wall, but the wall like wasn't really there. It was like a hole that went down <laughs> to the earth." And I looked into it, but then I went after the baseball ghost child. Well, yeah. you see, the the kite stand was gone, so I had only the assumption that it was going after the bo- baseball child. Right, because it was raining, but it was inside, which was <laughs> weird. But I like wasn't even wet, so it was weird that it was raining. God, I'm, too, I'm, I'm oh, okay. Now I feel like Victor. I'm spacing out. <laughs> See. <laughs> What's happening? But I think my dad was still there, and he got shot. Only he wasn't shot. (laughs) Fuck! Stop doing this to me. 
But also, I was you're shot. Just, you're just I describing the episode, but you're doing it in a way that's <laughs> fucking with me. I think you're I doing it in a way that's shutting my brain off. I think I had handcuffs, but um, so I, I chased the baseball child, and then the fire extinguisher was another hole. What? Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't in the garbage can anymore. Wait, what? Why wasn't he in the garbage can? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's like that kind of dream thing. I thought he was right. in the garbage can. You know, you're you're was. missing the important scene where Jolene's like, I like, I have to save this kid or some bullshit. Like, I'm going back right. in. And, and Jedder's like, we could just fucking escape. It'll yeah, let's easy. just let's it's, just leave. It's okay. We could just go, Jolene. There's no baseball ghost kid. Like, we could get Yari Yari does it. Yari, Yari. He just starts gaslighting his daughter. Just, like there was never a baseball keep... child. Joey, there this hasn't is, been this a is baseball child in thirty years. <laughs> this, as we'll find out, this is Dream Jotaro. So of course he's gaslighting his daughter because that's what her, that's what she thinks of him. But was it Dream Which Jolene for Jotaro? No, because we find out later that he knew that like they had this conversation. They're in the same dream. This is just all Jotaro. Hmm. Ugh. I think. Oh, my boy is just not a good father, is he? No, he's he's kind of a bad person. Yeah, he's kind of... Yeah, he is. Nothing uh, about these episodes makes him in any way redeemable. It's no. kind of atrocious. <laughs> I, not, look, just, just let me have this, okay? The, oh. the, the point where the guard comes over and is like, Hey, you! And then Jotaro just disappears. It's <laughs> so funny to it. me. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, what a good joke. I would do that to Polnareff all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that. Wait, wasn't there just a man here? (laughs) 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 You know, right. uh, Oh, sure is nice of you to take me out to Jenner, Jotaro. Thanks. (laughs) All right. uh, So you got the check right as Polnareff looks around and Jotaro's just... God. <laughs> Every time. You know, usually it's a tip off when he yells, Stop Platinum! Zoar! But he doesn't have to do that. <laughs> he just does it so Polnareff has time. the dawning horror that he now has to cover the bill. And Polnareff doesn't even doesn't have money. He doesn't carry a wallet. There's no pockets on his outfit. Yeah, there's no pockets. <laughs> that himbo mooch is off of everyone. Yeah. Polnareff has never worked a job in his life. And no, never not will. a chance. Who would hire a turtle? Oh, I thought you were about to say because he's disabled. I'm like, that's fucked up, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. He's just in a wheelchair. He can still do a job just like everyone else. I I was referencing the fact that he's an irredeemable limbo who carries garbage with him wherever he goes. (laughs) We all know that man has never had employment. He's, he's also run out on pretty much every check that he's ever had. There's never a point in his life where he's paid for a meal. He was it's introduced just, by booching off the Crusaders. It's just like, <laughs> Polnareff is just thinking, God that damn it, Jotaro, why can't you just pick me up and carry me like Dio did? You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we could have both escaped. God, could you imagine trying to hire Polnareff? <laughs> like... 
<laughs> what what must that interview be like? <laughs> so so Mr. Uh, uh, Jean Pierre Polner, what would you say your uh, your uh, skills are? Where your your strengths lie? <laughs> I can cut the space between nothingness and nothingness. So slicing a sandwich here at Subway should make me the ultimate. <laughs> Mr. Palmer, what would you say your greatest weakness is? Uh, stairs. But we're... <laughs> <laughs> and, and where do you see yourself in five years? Sometimes I, at night I wake up screaming, dreaming of a turtle. <laughs> All right, uh, interesting. Well, well, we'll give you a call. Oh, wait, here are my references. Uh, his name's Jodoro Kujo. And um, oh, he will not answer if you call him. <laughs> We've actually already he's called your best, references. He's my best friend. <laughs> um, he claimed he never met you a day in his life. Oh, uh, what a kidder! Well, um, <laughs> you can call Joseph like, Joestar, right? Yeah, the, Mr. Joseph uh, Joestar. He 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 knows me, right? Yeah, uh, he just laughed the entire time. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> this is the Speedwagon Foundation. Um, you can't that, just put... that there's no such thing as the Speedwagon Foundation. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, I look forward to working with you at the subway. <laughs> He'd probably still get the job in this economy. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah. It doesn't meet the dress code. <laughs> Look. Yeah, you would. It would be miserable to try and put a hair note over that hair. <laughs> <laughs> Polnareff would be an unemployable. God, just, just the worst employee. Just, just. I, I can't imagine just <laughs> how badly he could fuck up all <laughs> like, sorts of jobs. Like, not unfit for even the most basic form of employment. But, like, most but unreliable French. But consider Polnareff. In the tightest subway shirt you've ever seen. Just, oh, yeah. Just, subway just shirt. trying his best. They do, to not make your make order. Su- they do not make a shirt big enough for him. That's why it, he wears it's just trash like bags. It's, it looks like it's painted on, basically. The, the hairnet would be fun to see, but, like, you know that he's just wearing the Andre the Giant I, outfit. I think they wear visors at uh, um, Subway, and I'm just imagining the visor just around the top of his hair. <laughs> I could see Polnareff with a visor, like, a, like you know, the stereotypical guy counting money visor, like the green one. <laughs> the green <laughs> <laughs> But then you have to, you're assuming that he can count, and that's just sending the wrong message. <laughs> John Pierre Polnareff, corporate accountant. I know. Not, can he, he make me a meatball sub, though? <laughs> no. It I'm is just, two ingredients. <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining him pulling out... Pulling out the meatballs chair. with his silver cherry, just stabbing <laughs> them. <laughs> just like slicing the sandwich up, marinara going everywhere. <laughs> and then you look, and he's made a clock out of meatballs. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it. All right. Now, you know what? <laughs> Uh, John Gallier's stand Manhattan Transfer. That's a reference to something, right, Victor? Is it? Who I don't the know. fuck knows? <laughs> Let's find out.
Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, a dimension of jazz vocals brought to you by this week's subject, the Manhattan Transfer. The group first formed in New York City in 1969 behind band leader Tim Hauser. Their name was taken from the 1925 novel by John Dos Passos that portrays life in New York City in the years up to and including the jazz age, so very appropriate for a jazz vocal group from the Big Apple. The band's original lineup put out just one album before being released by the label and breaking up shortly thereafter. Hauser worked as a cab driver for a while and eventually reformed the band with an entirely new lineup. Their style was jazz fusion, focusing on vocal arrangements with complex harmonies. A significant portion of their songs are of a genre called vocalese, where singers put lyrics to previously instrumental jazz tracks, especially ones with heavily improvised solos. The result is very technically impressive, but much like the jazz that it's based on, not something I ever want to listen to on a regular basis. If they had recorded their first album in, say, 2015 instead of 1975, I'm sure they would have had a very successful YouTube channel and Patreon, and absolutely no presence in anything remotely considered mainstream. But since they predated the internet, and the 70s were apparently a lawless time where you could get away with anything, they managed to spin a successful recording career out of it. And honestly, I'm kind of glad they did, because that career goes to some weird places. The core of the group's aesthetic remains their intricate and layered vocals, but by the time they release their third album, Pastiche, it is now 1978, and the group has begun experimenting with synthesizers and other electronic instruments on a song or two. They take it even further on their 1979 follow-up, Extensions. The big critical hit off the album is Birdland, a vocalese cover of the song of the same name by jazz fusion band Weather Report from their 1977 album Heavy Weather. The Manhattan Transfer's version scored the group two Grammys in 1981 for Best Jazz Fusion Performance and Best Arrangement for Voices. But the album also produced the group's first crossover disco hit in the form of... Oh, one of the craziest things I've ever heard. With a key, one lock a door to imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sight. A dimension of sound. A dimension of mind. You're moving through a land of both shadow and substance of things and ideas. Guiding you through this wondrous journey is the hypnotic sound of the twilight tone. Yeah, this song is called Twilight Zone slash Twilight Tone, and that is vocalist Alan Paul doing his best Rod Serling impression there. It is energetic and funky in a way that none of their other songs to this point have been, and it actually peaks at number 30 on the Hot 100 as a result. They continue experimenting like this with various genres and sources of inspiration as they continue to release albums regularly through the 80s. They tend to stick close to their jazz roots for a lot of their work, as evidenced by the fact that they win a Grammy or two in a jazz or pop vocal performance category every year they have a new release. Their 1985 album Vocalese actually scored 12 nominations, which at the time apparently put it second to only Thriller for most nominations garnered by a single album. But I don't really care about that stuff. I'm much more interested in the lively, pop-infused, funky stuff that they put out on releases like 1987's Brasil, where the group collaborated with Brazilian songwriters and musicians, or 1983's Bodies and Souls, where many of the songs feature influences from 80s funk and R&B. 
Quite possibly my favorite song by the Manhattan Transfer is the lead track and only single off of that album, Spice of Life. It was co-written by Rod Temperton, who was the songwriter behind a bunch of songs on Michael Jackson's albums, Off the Wall and Thriller, including the title track from both albums. That's right, they worked with the man who wrote the song Thriller and gave the best-selling album of all time its name. The result is a song that fits right in with the Japanese city pop I love so much, in groove, vibe, even instrumentation. Parts of it are like barely legally distinct from Junko Yagami's song Bay City, which was released in the same year. But this is exactly my shit, and it's what we're going out on. Savor the spice of life. find yourself traveling through a prison, a prison not only of sight and sound, but of the mind. A journey to a wondrous lands whose borders are that of the imagination. There's a sign up ahead. Your next stop, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I really kept waiting for you to be like, <laughs> the walls, instead of the walls of imagination, like the walls of cum. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I wasn't going to mix the jokes. You could have. No, it would have been easy, you're, man. You're, you're, it was going to be hard enough to read the Twilight Zone and joke already. <laughs> Without throwing cum into the mix. Look, all you had to do was just take me to the room full of cum. Victor, you have a room full of cum at home. <laughs> I do record on days when the entire house is empty, but for me. <laughs> he doesn't want homemade cum. He wants store-bought cum, Joey. <laughs> the name <laughs> We're just doing the cum jokes again. God, what are we? <laughs> It's like this isn't regress. even that bad of an episode. Where there's just nothing that happens. There's just not very much that happens. Uh, Jolene go, goes chase chases after the kid. She's right. in the walls. She spider She's climbs the down a vent. She's sneaking. <laughs> she cares if a child lives or dies, unlike Jotaro, clearly. <laughs> As we've seen through all of Jolene's backstory. And everything he does in all of Diamond. Like, I... Yeah. <laughs> I guess when you can stop time, everyone else just... Their ephemeral existences have no impact on you anymore. I mean, if you I could stop time, of these you? people, their problem. <laughs> they have a sense of the superiority one, if you can stop time. The one symbol I truly respect is he carves the hand into his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess um, Jolene's so, the Silk Spectre in this joke. I guess. <laughs> oh. So this kid, like, so Jolene chases this like kid, 
it, they end up in some weird pipe room, just filled with pipes. As you do. What is this hole in the ceiling she's in? I have no idea. I don't know who designed this place. Like, like some some architect on crack. I don't know. I, I'm like a hundred percent sure this is go- this is a Shawshank reference because there's like this stupid hole into the fucking sewer system. I like it's a pipe. Is, I Why would kid. there be an opening there? This makes o- a pipe with an opening. A giant giant ass pipe yeah i've never understood these designs and things like video games and stuff and it's just like why is there just always like a a window into the water main i don't get it so you can look at just slimes right in like it's like he's done it go that's not how water pressure works so (laughs) this has to be like a drainage pipe or something i (laughs) turns out Mario's favorite pastime was taking little bits of his cell out to the yard (laughs) or that thing Wore that baseball glove down to the nub. <laughs> but he came out the other side smelling sweeter than he ever before in his life. This kid slips into this pipe like it's fucking routine. The way this kid does, does this, this a lot. He's just like, oh, here I go. <laughs> like, here I go getting, a- getting flushed again. He doesn't make a facial expression this entire time. His life is several times in danger. <laughs> Well, um, and Jolien is like just taking shots. Yeah, he through that fans. He, he, he identifies the, the weak point on this pipe and just shoots the bolts out. This is a thing that works, right? I'm sure if you shoot a bolt on the side, it'll spin off for you. <laughs> Why do we even use wrenches? It's just a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> so like a true American, Joey. <laughs> that sounds like a holy American adventure. Oh, oh, you got a flat tire here? Let me get that off. Let me get my yeah. gun <laughs> wrench. Look, Joey, we don't always have wrenches on hand, but as Americans, Americans. we always have a gun handy, right? <laughs> just imagining someone shooting their tire to get the lug nuts off. <laughs> <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. Just All right, now for the jack. <laughs> <laughs> who needs a who needs a lever when I've got my gun? <laughs> As they just like get under the car and start firing upwards. upwards. <laughs> Hurry up! This magazine's only got so many bullets. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Car maintenance as a defense of gun ownership is a very good take for 2022. Going into 2022, maybe that could be the NRA's rebranding. It's our new 20 to 30 hogs. (laughs) 30 feral. How else can I change my tire to get away from the feral hogs? Come on now. Whatever. Who the fuck cares? The thing I learned about that is that apparently there is actually a terrifying feral hog problem in parts of America. Yeah, I think that person was being very sincere and like not snarky at all but then maybe and maybe that justified. one person that one person may be justified in owning this all <laughs> i know i don't you don't need it in new york but like apparently there are places in america where hordes of wild hogs eat livestock that's not a joke it's terrifying anyway um emporio's about to die yeah but luckily 
Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Baseball Ghost. He's he's introduced next episode. We don't get a name. It's just, I don't want to keep calling him Ghost Baseball Child. Fuck off. I'm just going to keep calling him that. No, I'm going to call him that even after I know it. <laughs> Little Slugger. What are we going to Little Slugger. Man, Field you know, dreams over here. That little shit. So Angels in the Outfield is about to go join the Angels in the Outfield. (laughs) (laughs) But the Manhattan Transfer has one solid weakness, and that is a net. I don't know why she didn't try this sooner. (laughs) Why wouldn't you do this all the time? For all of your problems. this, (laughs) motherfucker. She's just Spider-Man. Like, it's great. Just Spider-Man is a great stand ability. Kevin the Purple could have done this. Yeah, her of course could have done this for sure. But he, but Joseph wouldn't have. No, no. <laughs> you can only hack Super Nintendos. <laughs> you, um, know, you know Joseph's here. He's just out in the car. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't really want to help with this. He's like, too busy taking care of the invisible baby. It has been 12 years since Diamond. This man is a husk. <laughs> like he's just hitting his second stride. Yeah. Maybe he kept one of the stone masks or something. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Joseph is still alive at this point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, Joseph he, is immortal until proven otherwise. There has general- been... Like, it's spending time in Japan, like, trying to, like, get his will sorted out with Josuke. <laughs> As a funny prank. <laughs> because, have- <laughs> what's his nuts? The, uh, the, the fucking butler guy, uh, Roses, Roses. Was, just, was just like, you have to get your, it, this is going to throw off everything you have legally. <laughs> uh, so... Jolene gets shot in the head, or does she? This is, I, I think, a fun and kind of clever way to end a stand fight. Like, this is classic Iraqi in a way that works, you know? <laughs> Good thing I busted this pipe already, and you can't detect differences in air pressure. So, like, of course the gas would throw this off. This follows. This is cool. It's not even dream logic. Yeah, that's actually just, like, decent logic, except for the whole I already did it thing. Yeah, like, except for the already did it part. Yeah. <laughs> I threw that shit before I came in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then she rips his stand to shreds. God, this must have done terrible things to his body. That beautiful ass. <laughs> No, nope. not the ass. Nope, he's perfectly fine. And in the and in the building, <gasps> we get like she goes over to talk to the um, angels in the outfield here, and then Jotaro shows up to be like, Jillian, what are you doing? We need to escape prison. He's like, this ghost child gave me a human bone. Stay with me. What ghost child, Jolene? There hasn't been a ghost <laughs> child here in 30 years. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> things really start going off the rails. And then, like, Jungalier is suddenly here. <laughs> and when then, he was, like, three, 300 meters away in the men's prison. 
That and couldn't then, be John Collier. We'd have heard the ass cheeks from miles away. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he could have snuck up on us. <laughs> and then, and then Jodoro, the ghost kid's gone and fucking... Jodoro sets the guard on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how Jodoro's like, fine, I believe you, as he blows up the room. Clearly not believing her, and just like... <laughs> Sure, Jolene. I bet a body's gonna. F- oh wow, there was actually someone. <laughs> there was there. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, you right? All right, and of course. Sorry. While this explosion's happening, we get the fucking Tardis Crusaders theme again, which is just oh, <laughs> yeah, close to my heart. <laughs> it's so good. It, it, it never does. It never not works on me. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Every so, time. Um, when did you all realize it was all just a dream? Uh, the moment they revealed it, because that's not something I expected Araki to do, actually. Oh, I, I didn't expect it, because I was angry when it was revealed that it was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I started throwing shit. I was angry. I was, I was actually really happy, because I was like, oh, this has actually been done pretty well. To Like, like there were clues right from the beginning that it was a dream, and I just didn't expect Araki to actually do it. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> Look, I, I was I, pleased when I found out it was a dream because we woke up in a cum room. No. <laughs> oh. How'd you know about the parts that you weren't there for? <laughs> Shut up. Don't worry about it. Uh, I, I think this is well done. I, I actually like it. Jolene gets really angry at this boy. That's fair. She's like, this isn't adding up. Um, uh, you're bullshit. I hate you, father. Fuck off. Something like that. I don't know. Understandable. She wakes it's up. It's been a while since I watched it. She wakes up and then gives us a full recap of everything that just happened in the episode. It's yep. a previously on. I it was like, a previous- on for like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening? a lot. I, I mean, this is the end of the episode. They just wake up and just. I'm just gonna go ahead and like change our perspective. This fucking glue room is just <laughs> awful. Like it's it's it, it, everything it, 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 the is covered. The glue room. The, Sorry, the, what, the what glue room? The, the glue, glue room. room. Do you the mean the cum room? Do you no, mean the no, cum no, room? No, 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 it's glue. It you is the cum room. No, no, no. It's like like gluey, paper mache looking bitch. If it's glue, why no, is it melting everything, no, Jim? No, no. Because, <laughs> Wait, because <laughs> does your cum melt everything? <laughs> you should get that checked out. <laughs> Yours right. doesn't? Joey, no. <laughs> Joey, I have a. I, I think I know where you're single. Are, are you? Are you the alien? <laughs> you killed everybody. Are you a xenomorph? <laughs> God, that's terrifying. <sighs> but luckily, Manhattan transfers there, so they could have died at like any time. Oh my God. Jolene screams a bunch, and then we get Distant Dreamer. You know, appropriate. Yeah. See, yeah. Distant Dreamer's great. It's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're dreaming. Yeah. The dreaming. Yeah. yeah. Dreaming distantly. All right. I, th- I think so. Jolene's screaming is very effective. She, yeah. hey, hey, the hey, voice the actress worked. really goes for it. <laughs> The bone worked, guys. The bone, the bone works in the gum room. The bone works in the gum room. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. You just wake up, scream, squeeze at a bone to a gum <laughs> room. room. Of gum. <laughs> Who hasn't been there, honestly? <laughs> oh, my God.
And then you're just filled with a deep regret and shame. Yeah. Just to close 1,200 tabs and yeah, fall yeah. back Post asleep. Post clarity is real. <laughs> uh, really to... regret not coming up with a like, cleanup solution before the deed is done. It's too late now. It's already eating through the table in front of you. So, <laughs> so I don't like the episode. Sorry, sorry dissolving your dad. <laughs> How'd y'all like the episode? I uh, hated this. <laughs> Genuinely, I, I hated this. I thought the episode was really well done, but the ending left me kind of cold, actually. <laughs> I like it. I wanted... It left me excited to see what happened next. No, mad. Mad whole time. Really? Angie. Angie. Huh. No, I, I, I was positive on it. I this liked is, this episode. This is... Not a ton happened, but while I was watching it, I was thoroughly entertained. This should not be anyone's favorite episode of the season, but I think it does no. its job, and I'm generally enjoying it. I, it. It feels mostly like more of a setup episode for the conclusion. For the next episode. <laughs> yes, the exciting but it's been, end to the start it's been two episodes of setup, though. Yeah, well, half of the first episode was prison things. It's yeah. called Edging Tim, and I'm not here for it. We're Neither in the cum room. The cum room. We're edging in the cum room. You better sit down and join us. <laughs> Never. Well, you can't make. Where me. can everyone find us if they would like to join us? You can too. find me. Jo- no, so. <laughs> I'm not even going to make that joke Is this the worst episode we've ever done? Yes! Yeah, easily. Easily. That's easily. definitely possible Just a lot I don't know I haven't listened episode. to Phantom Blood run again So I can't say for sure Last episode was 60% ass This episode's 80% cum <laughs> What's the next episode going to be? We'll okay. find out <laughs> Where can we find everyone? The, the, the results may shock you. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. I don't know why you'd want to, but that's Los underscore Grantalinus. Uh, you can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, where I will not be posting. <laughs> why not? Period. Period. I don't want to. Ever again. You can't make me. It's not even like really your job anymore. Joe is the one reading the manga. <laughs> I mean, does Tim actually post them? No. No. Absolutely. No, it's, it's <laughs> the Where are all of my Rocky Doodles, Joey? I've, I haven't seen any. Instead, Dang. we're getting Stan and Stan's user facts. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. No, right, we got those anyways. <laughs> I mean, there was a real transition at the end of Golden Wind. We started getting them a lot. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TFWaffleMan. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at JoeStarAllStars. And you can find all of your podcast episodes in your usual places. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, JoeStarAllStars.Fireside.FM. We have a large backlog of stuff you could be listening to if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And if, God forbid, this is your first episode, maybe go back to the Welcome to Joestar All-Stars a few episodes <laughs> back. Start there. Really ease you into it. Oh, yeah, so you can get the double grants on ghost stick situation instead. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I recommend double grants on ghost stick situation. Just, just listen to us talk about Dragon Ball Z instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to Joestar All-Stars at gmail.com or come to the official unofficial Discord server set up by 
do and it's been on Twitter. Maybe don't review this episode we did, but you know, if you want to leave a five star, <laughs> feel free anywhere and everywhere. Tell your friends about this great production we put on. And tell them every to start week. somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> tell them about this uh, we're, podcast. We're really a filler episode of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it out. Yeah, pulling the ref gets a job. <laughs> Avdol <laughs> gets a driver's license. <laughs> I would watch Jotaro drives a car the episode. <laughs> like, yara, yara. It would just be the same episode of Dragon Ball Z, but with Jotaro and, like, I don't know, Kakuin. <laughs> Jotaro participates in the Davy back fight. Does not win anybody back on purpose. <laughs> it's not filler. It's not filler. <laughs> Best arc. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be plot important. You'll see. <laughs> Oh, God, this is. Are we still dreaming? Wake up, Joey. We're still in the cum room. Wake up, Joey. We're still in the cum room. Do we need to go even deeper? No. Like, what? no. That's next episode. Pull, pull yeah. the cord. <laughs> Tip your chair. <laughs> yeah, get a good kick. It's <laughs> like I can hear a slowed down version of Distant Dreamers playing us all. <laughs> God. Well, thank you all for watching. This is just our all-star signing out for all of you gum room nerds out there. <laughs> Say goodbye, JoJo. Yeah. Good goodbye, JoJo. Did you not know that that's not the only Jar Jar Binks candy machine? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No, uh, you have to know. It's a Pez dispenser. (laughs) And he pours it out with his tongue for you. You know what? I'm okay with that one.